Hello and welcome to the Highlights Podcast. Again, this is a podcast where we get an opportunity to focus on biblical and sound entities and bring them into the spotlight. We're grateful today to have families of faith with us, specifically Jocelyn Capshaw. We're grateful for her work with this particular podcast, and we're going to get to her in just a moment. But again, we're grateful that you are listening to this particular podcast. This is one of our uh, special podcasts. We don't air this all the time, um, but we do so whenever we have an opportunity, <clears throat> and we're thankful uh, for the idea behind Behind this podcast, that being um, looking around the brotherhood, looking at different uh, biblical entities, uh, different brotherhood works uh, that perhaps most people don't know about. Um, and hopefully this is an opportunity where we get to spread a little bit of light and attention onto them and some of the good works that they are doing. Um, and in return, hopefully we can kind of scratch their back, scratch our back. We get a little bit of uh, exposure as well as they do. Uh, Michael, this we've only done, this is only our second episode, but yeah. we've got a lot of, uh, a lot of ideas for this podcast. We've got a lot of um, a lot of groups that we want to talk about um, that yeah. hopefully we can get on soon. Well, and um, just just recently, Josh Kennedy and Bradley Smith have taken over our social right. media, and actually they're producing this podcast, so they're looking for people uh, to give to us. So if you are somebody mm-hmm. that's got to work and you're interested in maybe advertising it, shoot them a message on Facebook Absolutely. or email us, and we'll we'll try to get with you. Absolutely, yeah. I think um, we're gonna do. This year, going into this summer here in 2022, going into the rest of the year, we're going to really try to work on our social media presence, um, do more live things, um, and hopefully that'll be a way for us to interact. So again, like Michael said, if you know of any um, groups or perhaps you yourself are a part of one, um, send us a message, send us an email, reach out to us. Um, Certainly, we would love to to, to talk to you. we always say this on every podcast. Um, you can find us on all major podcast platforms, whatever platform it is that you use. You can find our podcast there. Also, don't forget about all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram. Also, don't forget to check out our website at scatterabroad.org. Uh, okay. Yep. That, we were just talking about yeah. the dots and what comes after. It just right. to go on. It threw me off. But scatterabroad.org. Uh, find all of our information there. That's the easiest way to find out what you need to about our network. Uh, again, we're grateful to have uh, Jocelyn Capshaw on. And uh, Michael, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you take it away. First of all, before we get to question one, I love the Capshaw family. I've known them for many years, and uh, didn't know they were in the area here. Mm-hmm. And I came in, I think, two years ago when we were planning, right? And I got stranded. Yeah. And uh, I w- come to, came to church that Sunday morning. I saw Caleb, Jocelyn's <clears throat> husband, and uh, was just like, "Whoa! I didn't know you guys were here." So it's it's been nice to get to see them a little bit more as I've traveled up here and to get to know Jocelyn, but. That's what we want to ask you is for all the people that don't know about you, why don't you introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your background for us? Well, hey guys, I'm Jocelyn Capshaw and I'm so glad that you guys are having me on your podcast. Um, My husband, Caleb, and I live in Pulaski, Tennessee. We've been here for about six years now, I guess, Um, but we're actually getting ready to move to the Knoxville area this summer. Yeah. Where's like the... The oin, 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 but <laughs> <laughs> I'll still get to see them though. That's right. You'll get to see them. Year, so, You'll you get know. to see them more than we do. Right. Yes, but, but I'm a 2014 graduate of Fried Hardeman University. That's where my husband and I met, and um, we've been married for almost six years. And I have a bachelor's degree in studio art. And since graduation, I guess I've been mostly doing freelance work. Um, I've been doing commissions. Um, selling prints of my illustrations and also illustrating children's books. That's been the, my favorite thing I've done so far. So that's basically what I've been doing for the past six years. So where do people find that if they want to buy from you? Where do so they find the, that? The books that I've worked on are being published later <clears throat> this year. Okay. So I will be posting about that when that comes out. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. And so how many did you say you're, you've got coming out? 
too. Okay, yeah. Good deal. Yeah, so Jocelyn's done a couple of, um, like, artwork things for me yeah. um, as gifts to other people and such. And she does she does extremely uh, – her work is extremely well done, um, very attentive to detail. It's it's very good. So I certainly would recommend her um, and any of the things that, uh, that she's doing. Um, we're talking specifically about this work that she has founded. She has started that being, uh, families of faith. Uh, so Jocelyn, talk a little bit about families of faith, kind of the background behind it, the ideas, um, and kind of what prompted you, what made you get into this. So you guys probably know subscription boxes are huge right now, especially Mm -hmm. the pandemic. Um, there's subscription boxes for everything, like date night in a box. I don't know if you've seen for Mm -hmm. couples. Um, if you have kids, you might have heard of KiwiCo. Yeah. They have some kids toys. Right. Uh, I mean, really anything in the pandemic really launched that. Um, I actually ran across one for Catholic families. So it was basically anything you need for the month. They have different holidays and things that they celebrate. And it was a box for them. And I thought, why doesn't the church have something like this? Yeah. We're constantly talking about how we need to study at home, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like we have really those materials. Um, so I had this idea last year. Uh, I really didn't tell anyone about it. I think I told Caleb maybe once or twice, just mentioned it, but I was pregnant at the time and I really did not think I had time for this. Um, actually, in October of last year, we lost our child. Mm. Um, I had a miscarriage. I was 10 weeks pregnant, but about a month and a half after that happened, I thought about this idea again, and I just knew I had to start it. And so that was in December. I started on my first month. Um, It's a digital subscription model. Um, I started on the first month. I told some people about it, and then in January is when I launched. I'm looking at the website right now. And uh, before we started recording, I asked her, you've done all this since December. And then Caleb said, no, January. And I, I said to Caleb, who's sitting off, off the mic not over me. to the right of us. Not yeah, her husband Caleb. Um, it's confusing. <clears throat> yeah, that you know what? I said to Capshaw. Um <laughs> yeah, and yeah. uh you know, I said, you know, you married a robot because somebody that can do all of this in that short of a time um is incredibly talented. Yeah. Because I'm I'm seriously just like blown away with what I'm seeing in just a short amount of time. Did you you made all of this from January to now? Yes. So um, I, I have one kit that comes out each month on a different biblical topic. The first one was Heroes of Faith from Hebrews 11. And so I illustrate all of the characters, um, all of the scenes in it. And then I put together a PDF that you can purchase and it has everything you need to study for an entire month. Well, and, and that's, that's our next question because um, Scott Kane is the preacher at Forest Hill and he <clears throat> he's a big proponent of Bible time, they call it, you know, with, with your family, your children. Right. And I was talking to him one day about, you know, well, how, how have you guys done it? Because there's really not a whole lot of brotherhood material that is both well put together and, and looks professional and sound, you know. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about the the need for the in-home Bible studies as, as this kind of works with that and how they can utilize your material and how, you know, how kind of how you geared it for that specific purpose. VBSs, I know you've got a VBS that you've made. I heard you're working on another one. Uh, so kind of give us a little bit of the background on what the importance of this is and how you can kind of use it. Well, I don't know how many sermons you guys have heard, or maybe you two have preached, where you've said, we need to be studying outside of the worship assembly, outside of Bible classes. Sure. I think we all understand how important that is. But even for me as an adult, 
that can be daunting mm, yeah. to one, make that a priority and set aside the time for that. Mm-hmm. But then also to know where to start. We have the entire Bible, but that can sometimes be difficult because we just don't know where to start. We don't know what to do. Yeah. And I think for parents with kids, especially little kids, you're just trying to make it through the day. And so first of all, to set aside time and then to figure out what to do, you have different kids of different ages um, and you just really don't know where to start. Yeah. And so that's kind of where um, I mentioned I had seen the one for Catholic families. That's where this kind of came into my mind. Just coming up with something that families could print out, print as many copies as they needed, and just use each day. Um, I have a checklist at the beginning of each one that shows you what is included in the month and kind of a suggested schedule for how to use the materials. Um Each one comes with a memory verse, so you can hang that on your fridge, you can hang that on a mirror all around your house for your kids to see it every day so you can practice that together. It comes with a family Bible lesson and visuals, so you can go through and just tell a small part of the story each day. Um, And then it also comes with games. I have file folder board games. Um, I've done an Armor of God board game, which is great for young kids to just learn each of the pieces of the Armor of God. Um, I have crafts and activities, which... You know, if it's a rainy day, you could just work on that, especially for kids who aren't in school yet. Just filling the time during the day with Bible mm-hmm. things um, is kind of the goal. And then I have coloring <clears throat> pages and worksheets and sticker pages. And then for teens and adults, I have a scripture writing plan, which I know a lot of people like to do those. Yeah. So I have options for really all ages. Yeah, that's that's big because I think, and you know, we've talked about this before, you... Like, like you said, it can be daunting as an adult, as a parent to come in and to figure out, okay, I need to have Bible time. You know, we're tired at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what to do. And it gets to the point to where it can be so difficult that oftentimes the easiest thing is to just say, well, we'll just do it later. We'll just do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow becomes the next day. And you eventually just put it off and put it off until you, you don't do it anymore. So having a, a program like this, a curriculum like this, that is, I mean, a, a, a lot of the majority of the work's done. Mm-hmm. It's already planned out. It's already there. It's just simply up to you to read through it and then to to study it with with your children. And so I think having that is huge because it takes a big load off of the parents. Um, where not in the sense of they're shirking their responsibility um, to parent and to still teach, but um, it does help them. I think in terms of preparation um, and, and and in that direction. So I like I said, I've been on the website. And I have been putting everything into the cart, one of one of everything, basically, um, and just kind of seeing what I've what I've noticed is it's fifteen dollars for personal use for the Bible study kits. Mm-hmm. I imagine that that means that if I buy it, I can produce it for my family as many times as I want. It's kind of like buying the license for it. Yes. But if you're a church, this is where ethics come in. You're right. It's a hundred dollars, which <clears throat> again, I'm. Is not. I don't. I don't try to like fanboy when we have people on because they're the soaring for souls. And at one point, I was like, "This is so cool." Yeah. Like, but it hearing about this where it's a hundred dollars for a church, it's two hundred for the VBS kit. Right. And Which I'm is ridiculously cheap. Yeah. Imagine you can use that VBS kit as many times as you want. You're buying the the rights to use right. it. I don't know how most church budgets work with VBS, but I know where I came from local work, we didn't just have a ton of money to spend on VBS. Right. And it became really tough where like the first four years, Ryan and I planned the VBS material to help save some money. Right. And we were writing lessons, sending them to the members. It's not easy. And we're not, we're not artistic, artistic like this and being able to produce something where 
if I were still in local work, I know I would be championing, championing, whatever the word is, this. <laughs> I would be endorsing it. That's yes. the word. And I am going to mention it to the elders where I go to church now to, to consider to give them the sample kit to look at because I put everything in the cart and I added one of a church use Bible study kit. If you put everything in the cart that she's got, except the VBS, I didn't do that one. It's $207. That's like how many Bible study kits, by the way? So I have five out right yeah. now. Um, That's five months, right? So really, it's $15 a month for a family yeah. to have Bible study materials for right. the entire month yeah. on a different topic. And that is so, so cheap because, I mean, and again, compare that to the things that we as families spend our money on, mm -hmm. going out to eat, yeah. sports, school, whatever it might be, just bucket loads of money that yeah. we don't even think twice about spending. Um, so this should be, this should be a no-brainer to you. Um, as a parent, um, even as a congregation, like you said, hundred bucks, yeah. um, just, it's like a no brainer. It's, 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 it's perfect for that kind of use. And for churches, if you spend a hundred dollars, you can give that to all the members yeah. in your right. congregation, or you can use that in your Bible classes if you need supplemental uh, visuals or anything like that. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the other part about this too. We're talking about like $4 a week yeah. that you would be spending on Bible study it's material. 13. I mean, and I'm, I'm actually overpaying by a dollar. So, yeah. you know, it's really like maybe $3.50 a week <laughs> right. that you're paying, you know, right around there. Right. You can't get that no. anywhere else. And if somebody says, well, I just don't have $15. I, I love you dearly, but you're lying. Right. Like you have $15 to, to do something like this. And what Scott talks about at Forest Hill all the time, take the time and put in the effort to help your family grow spiritually. Yeah. That's what this is all about. And I love the title, Families of Faith. I think that's a very appropriate title uh, because it, it's trying to give that em emphasis in what we need. Um, one thing that I was curious about as we were talking about this, um, if you purchase the church plan, do you have recommendations on like, is there a specific type of printer you would want to use to print this stuff? Is there specific paper? Do you have like, even if it's not required, do you have a, if you really want it to look great, Here's what I'd recommend. Yeah, so at the beginning of every study kit, there's a letter that kind of introduces the topic and tells you what is going on that month. And it tells you there's a step-by-step -step how to use this. Mm -hmm. So it tells you um, that some things you might want to print on cardstock and laminate so you can use it again. Coloring pages, things like that can just be printed on your home printer or any printer. Um, but yes, everything you need to know is in the introduction to each study kit. That's great. And then you... The way you've put yours together, right? You put them in like a binder. Yeah, I put right? mine in a binder. Um, and families could do that too, like a half inch binder. You put the things that you're going to use over and over in those plastic sheet protectors. Yeah. yeah. And then you laminate things. You can make up the board game once. And so you keep all the pieces. So you have that to use again. And families can cycle through. I know I have a lot of toddlers that are using it now. In a few years, they'll be older, and right. they can do so much more with the same materials. Right. Well, and I guess that's the thing, too, for preachers. You know, if we, if we buy this stuff, the as they get older, we can even rework some of it to yeah. be on a little bit more of their level. You know, maybe we don't play the game when they're 15, but the material that is still there study-wise is a good thing for us to do and talk to them about. And the sticker uh, sheets that you've got, the charts. Yeah, I have something new this month called the 1017 Club. It's based off of Romans 1017. Yeah. Um, which is kind of the whole verse behind this, Families of Faith. Um, but it's a free club for kids. There are seven sticker sheets that they can print out. And it's really just helping your kids memorize Bible facts. There's different sheets. There's the ABCs of Acts. 
there are just basic Bible facts, Bible names and numbers, which are, you know, lists like memorizing the seven churches of Asia, just basic foundational things that are good for your kids to know. And this is a sticker sheet. It comes with a certificate of achievement for when they finish. And this is just an easy way and a free way for parents to help their kids memorize Bible facts. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm buying it right now. I mean, um, if you hear me typing, I'm, I'm putting in my information because I've got a four-year-old and a almost eight-week-old, maybe nine-week. I don't know. She was born in March. Um, so it's been a blur. But this, w- what we've done is there's a, there's a store in our area called Ollie's, mm-hmm. and they've got a bunch of cheap books and things that are religiously based. But – Sometimes they're not accurate. I'll give a good example as to why I think this is really important to focus on families of faith being something that you guys are considering. We were reading one night about the parable of the talents. And at the very end of that story, it was written that the one talent was given to the 10 talent man. And it said, so always be a good worker because you'll have more added to your talents. <laughs> that is not the purpose of right. that parable. Like <laughs> The purpose of the parable of the talents is not saying, hey, if you work hard and others don't, you'll be blessed more. It's you should work hard. You should do what God has given you. You right. should do something with that. And so there's a lot of like we're reading on the fly and I'll just kind of read it. And I'll go, well, let's go back for a minute there, buddy, and, and let's clean that up because they're not members of the church that are writing it. Right. And so they're not giving the clear understanding of what scripture is. This is really cool. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What kind of uh, like reaction from like people like out in the world have you gotten? Like people are, bu- I mean, I know people are buying it, but like, at like kind of what rate, what are, how are people responding to it? I would say my favorite comments are from the kids. I yeah. have had parents tell me, <clears throat> had one mom tell me that her child begged to play the hall of faith memory game every single day because he loved it that much. Um, so I I love the comments from the parents, but I especially love the comments from the kids because that's really the focus, um, is the kids getting the kids excited. Sure. I have a lot. I would say most of the people who use it are toddlers, preschoolers, younger kids, but it can really be used for any age and it can be repeated as they get older. Um, but it's great for people who are homeschooling. Or people whose kids aren't in school yet, and mm-hmm. they have them all the time. Yeah. But even if both parents work, the kids are at school, it's great for them, too, because they come home from a busy day, and everything that they need is right there for them. Sure. I think, too, um, this could be like a very good evangelistic mm-hmm. opportunity, because you could be reaching um, some homes that um, are not members of the church and they don't know about it, or maybe they've heard of it and they see the material that's being written. And then maybe it makes them study. Uh, it makes them, you know, understand a little bit better about what the church is. Um, so I think that could be a very good opportunity, um, for that as well. I've actually had, I know a denominational preacher from Texas actually purchased something, but I've even thought that if you, maybe if you don't have kids, but you know of someone that you've been trying to come to church yeah. or you've been trying to talk to about the Bible who have kids, this could be something that you could purchase for them. You could print it out for them and you could give it to them for them sure. to study at home. Sure. That'd well, be awesome. That's that's also a part of this too. All of the parents have kids come over to their house. And I th- I've I've often been thinking lately about not tricking them, being like, ha, you're here, we're having a Bible study now. You yeah. thought you were having a sleepover, but no, we're we're studying all <laughs> night and you're becoming a Christian. But we mentioned earlier, you know, we get home, we're tired. And it, it may be one of those nights where it's like, we just don't do Bible time tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, 
if you have children that your kids are friends with over, you might also say the same thing. Uh, you know, do that with them. Right. I mean, if you buy the personal use, you can print extra copies and do that with them. And then they're going to go home and they're going to mention to their mom and dad, hey, last night we talked about Josiah. I didn't know anything about him. Yeah. He was, it was so cool. Look at what we did. And then they're going to see that. And now you've invited someone to church without even knocking on their door. Right. And so it's so hard to go knocking on doors because people have a right to not answer it. You don't have to open the door. But if a kid comes home with all this stuff and they show it to their parents, you have really effectively a responsibility to right, look at it. You, you've yeah. got, I mean, if, if my son, my son will come in and he'll be like, dad, these two dinosaurs were just fighting. <laughs> and this dinosaur said this and this and this and this and this. And I'm like, that is really cool. I have no clue what you were talking about, but yeah. it's really cool. And in his mind, he's like, I just did the, the coolest thing ever. Right. If a kid comes home with something, you're like, look at this. This was really neat last night. The parents are going to see that and have an opportunity to say, I didn't know anything about this maybe. And then yeah. they're going to want to know, where are they going to church? And it, you just never know the impact that can be True. made from something as simple as this. And I, again, it's $15 per family for a personal use. And if a church is smart and the elders are willing to do so, it's a hundred dollars and the church can then give it to all the families right. and the, the parents don't even have to pay for it themselves because right. they're a part of the congregation there. They can print it out. Churches have to start being more proactive in my opinion. And I, I think it's a biblical fact, even in doing more than just settling with Bible class. Mm -hmm. That's what this can do. A church can say, hey, we've got family Bible time, and we purchase these materials, and the last Sunday of every month, we're going to have a little checklist turned in on what y'all covered, and then the sermon that night will be about this Bible study yeah. kit. You know, that's so simple to do, but now there's responsibility on all the parents. The children will get excited about it because, like you said, this is so cool. The kids are going to want to do it, and the parents are going to kind of have no choice but to do it, and I mentioned this to you last night, Rutherford, um, not Capshaw, <laughs> I mentioned it to you, that one of the instructors at the school has told people, hey, for every 45-minute workout session yeah. you log, I'll give you half a bonus point, up to 10 bonus points. That's brilliant because now I'm trying to work out more to get bonus points, and that's 20 sessions basically yeah. that I'd have to work out. If you do something 20 times, it really does become a, a habit. habit especially if you do that 20 times within a nine-week span. Right. If you make family Bible time a habit, it's going to be so simple for you to continue on and making it better and better for your family. And churches doing it too are going to try to help because we're losing the kids. We're not, we're not really losing adults as much as we're losing the young people that are growing up and they're going off to college yeah. and they don't have as strong of a faith. And the parents are still in church, and then they say, well, what happened? Right. Maybe. Maybe you didn't do enough at home, right? And this can help with that. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think you're actually like, yeah, the responsibility of the parents. But then even going back to the elders, you know, they, I mean, they have some responsibility in trying to aid the parents. I think in helping them get to where they need to be. Um, and so why wouldn't they, yeah, purchase something like this, right, to help their families in a in in a good way? Um, and so I, I don't know. I just think it's a great. It's a great tool that should be used. Um, Jocelyn, talk a little bit about the VBS material because we, um, I, even last night, Jocelyn and I were up here, um, or 
yesterday afternoon before worship. We were printing some stuff out because we're obviously doing that here um, at East Hill. So talk a little bit about the VBS material and what you've got, um, kind of like your theme, I guess, for this year. And then if you want, maybe tease a little bit about next year. So when I started this, I never thought that I would put out a VBS. But as I started uh, working on this and I started seeing the response from families, there really aren't that many sound VBSs out there. Right. Um, and so the third month of Families of Faith, the topic was traveling with Paul. And that's the same theme for VBS this year. So it covers Acts 13 through 18, which are Paul's first and second missionary journeys. Um, it's a five-day VBS, but you can make modifications for four days. If you need to, there are instructions in the VBS for changing it to a four-day VBS. If you have a three, two, or a one-day VBS, you can also um, take out a lesson, uh, change it up however you want. You could just cover his first missionary journey, whatever you want to do. But there is a free PDF sample kit on the website. Um, The VBS includes, it's all digital as well, so you print this all off. So you don't have to order copies. You just print off what you need. It includes a director's manual. It has all the decoration ideas, lesson summaries. Um, There's planning and shopping checklists to help you prepare. There's advertising assets. There's a banner design, flyer designs, and social media posts. And then there's teacher's manuals and student workbooks for five classes. So it's really all that you need to put on a VBS. That's it's incredible. <laughs> they, they, everything I just purchased hit my cart just now or hit my inbox or whatever just now. And I'm looking forward to looking over it myself and then getting to use it with my, my children. Um, this is spectacular. Yeah. It, it, you know, that's why we wanted to do a podcast like this, because I would have never known. I was telling Jocelyn before we started, I saw families of faith being shared by Caleb Rutherford and all the other, you know, different things popping up. And I went and liked it. And I tried to find out who was behind it and I had no clue. And so I messaged him and I was like, who is doing this? Because yeah. it looked so cool. And he mentioned that it was, it was Jocelyn. And I was like, that's spectacular. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't want to touch on it too hard or anything, but I know you've mentioned this is helping you through what happened in October and the, the loss that you all experienced. Mm-hmm. And it's a blessing though you went through a tragedy that you're able to pour your heart and soul into something like this and help other families. And that we need more of that. We really do. I mean, it, there's gotta be more of an emphasis. Um, when we talked about the soaring for souls, you know, we've mentioned that there's gotta be more of an emphasis in mission work. There's gotta be more of an emphasis at the home. Yeah. And if you've got all this time in the world to do what you want to do, you can't tell me you don't have time to take right. it. Well, let me let, actually, that, this is a great question. I don't think we've covered yet. How long does it take per month to get through that study kit? Like, what's the design time per night that you would maybe recommend? So, like I said, there's a checklist for yeah. each week. Really, if you just spend 5, 10, 15 minutes a day, you could cover everything in the month. If you just spend, some people might not do this every single day because they might do other things, but if you spend a couple t- sessions a week working on this, um, you can get through it in an entire month. Some people, there might even be too much depending on how quickly you go through things, but it's really, you can use it at your own pace. I come out with a new topic each month, but you don't have to purchase it right at the beginning of the month. I know some people take longer than a month, depending on the ages of your kids too. Sure. And what other activities you have going on. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, like you said, you can spare 10 minutes a day or 
I mean, if you do 20 minutes, you know, two or three times a week. And that know? really just helps you build the habit too. Right. And again, yeah, the more you do it little by little, uh, the more the habit will be created, the easier it will become. Um, and so I know, I, th- I just think it's so important. We've talked about this already, the need for sound material, um, the need for an emphasis on the home. Um, you know, I, I preached on the home a couple weeks ago and I ended by talking about the, the adage, so goes the home, so goes the church. Um, and it's so true because if we don't shape our homes, um, biblically, if we don't push them in a direction that they need to be going, um, then it's going to be detrimental to the church. Um, and certainly that's something that doesn't need to happen. So having tools and materials like this to use, I think it's so, uh, so vitally, uh, important. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at some of the stuff I just bought. Um, <laughs> and, um <laughs> one of the things that I, I really like here is the scripture writing plan. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you spend every day of a month and I'm imagining when you don't have 31 days in the month, you just add that one to the day before. Um, but this one that I'm looking at is the armor of God from Ephesians six. Um, and so she's, she's got written here, you know, day one, Ephesians six, 10 through 11, day two, 12 through 13, day three, 14 through 18. And you might be thinking, okay, now how are we going to fill the rest of the month? Cause you've, you've successfully covered the armor of God. She's got passages that relate to the subject matter. And just that alone, if, if you if you started to say, okay, we did the Bible study kit, now we need something else, you could do a lesson a day based around just these verses. Yeah. You know, so there's an infinite, I, I don't know, okay, it's going to be weird, but you know me. Um, have you seen that video of Steve Harvey talking about what suits a man needs? Yeah. Okay. A black, a gray, um, a Cream, blue. Bl- but yeah, bl- and then navy, yeah. or tan. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, you need two cream shirts, a right. blue shirt, two white because shirts. Because they can all mesh together. And you make 75 suits from that. Right. And when I when I heard that, I was like, what? And then I saw a video of a guy acting that out, and yeah. he, he was showing all the different combinations. And I was like, that actually does work. Yeah. I get the same mindset kind of when I'm looking at this. Like, you've got this study kit that's designed for one month, but also you can use it in other ways yeah. that help you do more months as well. And every month as a new one comes out, mm-hmm. Possibilities are endless. Yeah. There's what, so many. What else is there to say? Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> this is really cool. It is. Um, it's super, super neat. Um, talk a little bit, Jocelyn, about, I guess, kind of your vision for families of faith going forward, a little bit of what you hope to accomplish with it, um, not only just through the rest of this year, but just um, in, in the coming years. What do you what do you want people to be looking for? So my vision is within, I think, four years. If I come out with one study kit a month, I will have one on each of the major topics in the Bible. So after that point, I don't know that I'll come out with one every single month. Uh, My plan is to kind of take that and make some sort of curriculum out of it, either for congregations to use in their Bible classes or maybe homeschool. Um, I'm not really sure. I also have a map on my website um, on the about page. And right now, Families of Faith is in 17 states. I just added, I think on the website it said 16, but a new state just got added. Um, So it's in 17 states. It's also in two additional countries, the UK and Australia. Someone is using it in both of those countries. So my goal is really just to see it spread um, through word of mouth and just to as many states as possible um, and to see it grow in that way. Also, I, I know I mentioned at the beginning, I talked about physical subscription boxes too. That was kind of what I really wanted to do at first. I'm not in that place yet where I can send out a physical box, but maybe in the future that will be something. I've already had people ask me if this could be something that is really all put together for them to come in the mail each month. 
So that is something that I would like to see maybe in the future as well. Yeah. Well, again, I'm looking at all the stuff I bought and um, (laughs) the certificate of achievement for the 1017 club. We've seen churches do stuff like that where it's memorize a hundred verses and you get something. You can go to camp. Yeah. We'll pay for you to go to a camp. And I've heard, I've heard that a lot. I've, I've also seen, you know, we have what we call like a a graduation ceremony where the kids move up a grade, Mm -hmm. you know, this could easily be done, you know, at your own pace with a family or in the congregation. And then you can say, Hey, everybody after worship, sit down for a few minutes. We got a little ceremony. You're calling these kids up. You're getting certificates of achievement. As if I were like a 10 year old boy and I were able to do something like that. And then I I got called up and I was given the certificate of achievement. I would be like, this is really cool. Yeah. And I mentioned yesterday in the Bible class here at East Hill. And I mentioned at any time I go anywhere and talk about preaching, which is my job that I am a preacher and large product of the congregation I grew up at, giving me an opportunity to preach, to lead singing, to do devotionals, to pray, to present on the Lord's table. They also had stuff similar to this. And so there's so much that needs to be thought of and needs to be done. And she's got, you know, here's how you do this and instructions. You print out some paper, you, you take these stickers and then you utilize them and you, you take the chart. And then when you've done it, you can get that certificate. And she even has, you know, an email of questions or would like to help us uh, find you a list of themes. I mean, we said it already. Caleb said it already. The possibilities are endless. There's, there's just so much that can be done. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. You are planning on doing a VBS every year as well. Yes. I yeah. have kind of started on next year's. It's going to be um, based around First Timothy 4.12. Said, said it to show thyself. A- Second Timothy. Second, Second Timothy, Timothy 4. Hold on. It's We're talking about. Second Timothy 2.15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let no one despise oh, that you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's uh, yes. that's First Timothy four twelve. Okay. It's in a oh, that's First Timothy four twelve. Yeah. It's in a you were quoting Second Timothy two fifteen. Yes, but I had the verse number right. Yes. So, great, great passage, by the way. Yes, both yes. are good. Oh. They are. Well, so I just had a study kit on the study to show thyself a prayer. Okay, that actually came out this month, so that's why that's on my brain. Gotcha. Um, but next year's VBS is let no one despise that youth. That's kind of the basis of it. So I'm going to be okay. talking for the kids about some younger people from the Bible and. Basically, each of those character traits from that verse, how they showed those. Gotcha. But for the adults, we're going to be talking about some different topics um, about how to be a mentor to a child, to a younger person who's a Christian, and also how to not be a discouragement to young people. So mm. I have kind of the topics in my head. I have started working on it just a little bit, but that's kind of a teaser for next year's UBS. That's awesome. Because I think, I don't know, maybe it's a little off, off subject, but I think you, know, you look at Phrase 12. And people talk about um, no one despises that youth, but be an example. And I think that that's what we focus on, the being an example part. Kids, here's what you need to do. But we forget that first command, that no one despises that youth. And that really is a command, yes, to Timothy. But, I mean, I think more so to the people who are around Timothy um, and the way that they view young people. Um, And so I think that's huge when you have an opportunity to talk about ways to encourage and uplift and, you know, highlight our young people and and many of the great works that, that they do and what, how they can be a part of the Lord's church. And I've said this all the time. Um, our young people are not the church of tomorrow, but they're the church of today because there's so much they can do and we handicap them when we don't give them that opportunity. So I think that's big to have something you know along those lines. Yeah, you know, I think about it because I'm the sports guy. I think about it from a, an NFL standpoint. When you draft a rookie quarterback, when you already have your starter, 
the rookie doesn't not practice. Right. You know, it's not like he he doesn't show up and is told, ah, we don't need you to practice because you're not starting, so why, why bother? Right. He may not be running with the first team, but he practices every day. And some of the best backups in the NFL treated it like they were going to be starting on mm-hmm. Sunday, even when they weren't. And then when they come in, they're ready, and they're able to make it. And I think that's kind of how we should be looking at the church of our younger generation is they're not starting right now. They're not like at the forefront where they're preaching every Sunday or leading singing every week. But if we don't give them opportunities to practice, then how will we help them? Because you mentioned that you went to freed and I know that the first time at freed Hardeman, when that alarm clock went off on Sunday morning, the only thing that got you out of bed was you, your mom wasn't in there. Your dad is not that, you no one's there to be like, Hey, time to get up. Let's go. Yeah. And if you've got that love and passion for the Lord, it's not going to be hard to get up in the morning. If you don't, you just kind of fall by the wayside. And this can really help. It's not a guarantee foolproof way of keeping anything bad from ever happening to a family. But this can at least help you where you can say as a, as a parent, I know I did my best. Because a, a parent that loses a child to the world always asks questions yeah. about, did I do enough? Most of the time I've noticed that, yeah, you did. You did everything you could. Sometimes it's just a matter of fact that maybe you didn't, you sure. know. And so this is something where you don't have to leave the house to do it. You don't have to do anything crazy. Um, you just have to be able to go to familiesoffaith.store and put every single thing into the cart <laughs> and hit purchase, and hit purchase <laughs> you know. Um, why wouldn't you want to do that? Right. You know, why, yeah, why would you seven dollars? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to equip yourself? Yeah, with the necessary tools in order to do that, and you do using something that just makes it so easy for you. Yeah. Um, and so. if you get started right now, I, I don't. We've probably all done this before. If you ever want to watch a show, you try to see how many seasons there are before you like commit to maybe getting right. into it. And I like the CBS shows when I see eight seasons i'm like okay it must be good because it had eight continued on and so i'll watch that if i see a show and it's like hey man we had two years and we were killed after that no i'm probably not going to see that if you start now and you go ahead and just purchase everything that is available you have five months half a year's worth of of, of stuff right then and there and you're you're going to be playing catch up right you're you're almost always going to be five months behind which means unless you just devour it you shouldn't ever be in a in a moment where it's like, what now? What do we do now? We don't have anything. Because right. by the time you finish those five months, guess what you can then purchase? Five more months. The next five months. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is a really yeah. good time to start too. Yeah. But I do recommend, uh, not just because I know and love the family, but I recommend just go ahead and buy it all. Buy it all because what you can do there is you can take examples of that to the elders mm-hmm. and say, this is what, what my family's done. doing. Why don't you t- you know think about doing this for everybody? And I, you do have a VBS sample kit mm-hmm. that is available for it's completely free, and that yeah. that's that's really big easy. because yeah. we used. Um, and this is no knock it then, but we used a VBS material. I won't say we used a VBS material last yeah. year, and you had to pay for the sample kit. Yeah. So what if you didn't want to use the sample kit? Right. You still had to pay for it. So right. this is big. Um, just to even just check it out, just just look at it. Yeah, and if you show it to the elders and they can see concrete proof of what it is, yeah, nine times out of ten, that's going to help more because. My elders where I worked were very visual. You could explain it to sure. them, but if they could see it, it was easier. And I understand that completely. My dad's the same way. If I tell him, hey, we should think about doing something like this, he's like, you know, I've got to see it. Yeah. You, you need to send it to me. Yeah, This is something that if you just take the time to, even if you bought one kit and you tried it, um, 
I really doubt you would end it and go, well, that was a waste of time. Right. You know, and even if you and did if say you that, did, then that's on you yeah, because you everything that, is right there for you. Right. Then you, you probably should send an email to her and say, okay, I'm, I'm wondering if we're doing this the right, right. way. I'm struggling with it. Yeah. And I'm sure that you'd be happy to mm-hmm. say, here's how you should do it. Yeah. Here's how it works. Now, yeah. have you thought about, you talk about the future with more VBSs and stuff. Have you thought about when you finish the major themes and topics, are you going to try to like hopefully cover certain books, certain smaller things of the Bible? Like what, what specific focus would you say, do you find yourself more Old Testament with this for the VBSs or New Testament? Because typically all of our VBSs come from the Old Testament. There's a lot more stories, a lot more characters. Um, so do you have not like a five-year plan, but do you have like a plan in mind of going forward with VBSs? Yes. So for VBSs and study kits, I really just want to cover the entire Bible. Um, With study kits, I'm kind of going back and forth between Old and New Testament, between concepts and character studies and things like that. And I think I'm going to do the same with VBS. This year is about the travels of Paul. And I don't think I've ever seen a VBS specifically Mm -hmm. on Paul. Maybe I have, but typically it's on people like Esther, David, Old Mm -hmm. Testament characters. But this is really an evangelism-focused VBS, which I haven't really seen before. Um, So next year is probably going to be a mix of Old and New Testament character studies. Um, But yes, I I do hope to have um, topics that cover the Old and New Testament. Um, Coming up, I actually have um, June and July finished. Um, One of them is going to be about Jesus, our high priest. So we're going to talk about the Old Testament priesthood and the tabernacle Mm, and things like that. And then for the older kids, compare that to Jesus, our high priest now. Yeah, well, and I've I've seen too. You've got uh, a lot of people out there, and I gotta, I gotta really be careful how I word this because it's, it's a sticking point for me. But I am bothered by the statement that VBSs is just for kids. That that's oh, hundred percent. The statement it's been geared made towards before. them. Yeah, it's geared towards but... them. Obviously, the statement's been made before. Well, you get the kids here, you'll get the parents. There's no data that shows that that's true. There's just not. Yeah. I mean, if if my son tells me. I want to go to Baskin Robbins. I want to get ice cream. I just look at him and go, no. Like, what? <laughs> I don't sit there and go, my son, who I love, really wants to go and do this. So let you know what, buddy, let's go. If I don't want to do it, I'm just going to say no. It doesn't yeah. matter how nice he asks. It doesn't matter how often he asks. I'm just not going to do it. It's the same with, with church. It, it doesn't matter how many times your children say to you, I really want to go to church. I really want to go to church. If you don't want to go, you're not going to go. Yeah. If there's something that you can see that's making an impact in your child's life, I can see you then saying, well, let's go check it out. And I think that these kits can help with that. But a VBS, if you brought the parents in and you don't just say, hey, this is a free babysitting service for this week, then they're going to see, even if there's no, maybe there's no adult lessons or whatever. Okay, I, I'm, I'm understanding of that. But if they can see the kids doing that kind of stuff, it's going to make more of an impact than just, hey, we dropped our kids off. We went and got dinner. And by the time we came back, they said, we really loved it. Hey, that's great. We really love not being there. So we're not going to go back. And that's a problem. So I think that these kits can really help, like you said, an evangelism effort. Not many VBSs are geared towards that. VBS is usually geared towards how can we do children's church scripturally? (laughs) That's that's what VBS is usually. And I, I love VBS, but 
nine times out of ten, that's that's what it is. Yeah. It's let's do this the scriptural way. Let's let's just do VBS the right way and use it as an outreach because anything the church is doing, if it's not trying to get more people to learn about Christ, they need to stop and evaluate what they're doing. Yeah. So oh, I agree. Um, is there anything else that you want to cover that maybe we didn't ask you about or didn't touch on? Or uh, Caleb, you have any other questions? I was, the only thing I was going to ask was like, um, now obviously we're going to list all of your stuff in our show notes, like links and stuff, but where would you recommend people go? Obviously your website, familiesoffaith.store, you have, you're on social media, right? Yeah, I have a Facebook page, Families of Faith, and then Instagram is families.of.faith. Okay. Um, so definitely go and check those out. Again, we'll put all those links in our show notes below. Um, one thing you mentioned, um, you mentioned on the website, on the website, on the about page is a map and it shows where you guys, your material is right now. Um, and you said you're, in, I think you said 17 different states. That's the whole goal of this particular podcast is to try to get that map filled up, um, to be, uh, I guess, like a tool for you to get your name out there as to what it is and what your material is about. And so hopefully that is what this particular podcast is doing um, for all of the episodes that we do, that we are shedding a little bit of light and highlighting these specific works that are certainly wonderful things, uh, things that need to be um, considered. Um, and that we are able to get them out into the public and into, you know, homes that perhaps never would have known uh, about them. Uh, but I think, I think what you're doing is great. Um, we're certainly honored to have you on the podcast and I think, uh, we, this has been a great episode. Hopefully, uh, people are taking a listen, parents, elders, congregations, and that they're taking advantage of uh, the opportunity to study in this way. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Well, thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Hey, it was a, it was an honor to have you today. I mean, this was really cool and you know, I'm looking at you guys that are not on these 16 states, <laughs> you know, and I know our network, we've, we've got a, a few countries as well that are involved in this. Let's let's make it where she has to make a whole new page just called map yeah. because there's too many countries and things to right. mention. So um, we'd love to see that in all 50 states. Yeah. And um, I, I really am impressed by seeing how far out west it's it's gone, too, because that's that's encouraging. Yeah, um, definitely. And so. We're we're looking at you guys, Pennsylvania, New York, out east. You guys need to you need to buy this. The stuff. northeastern states right. need to get involved, and uh, that's where we've struggled the most with our downloads. Yeah, um, has been northeast. Yeah, um, so it's not not one hundred percent surprising, but it's yeah. not. Right. But um, that's not a knock at you guys. It's just unfortunately there's not it a is lot a knock of churches. It, it up is there. a knock at you. There's not a lot of, <laughs> not a lot of churches up there. <laughs> 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 uh, whatever downloads we did have, they're going to be gone. Right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, there's just not a whole lot of churches up there in the New yeah. York area and that, that type of the part of the country. So right. maybe this can help with that. Hopefully. Um, but again, we're, we're glad to have a podcast like this called highlights where we can seek and look out works that are not well known. Um, even some that maybe are more well known that we can give a better highlight over what they're doing and just kind of shine that spotlight on them for a little bit. And so, uh, if you have any, um, any like groups that you want us to, to look into, yeah. reach out to us, email us, the scattered network at gmail.com or DMS or whatever. And we'll, yeah. we'll try to get them on. So, and like I said, at the beginning of this episode, Bradley Smith, Josh Kennedy, they're, they're the social media czars, if you will. And the guys that are heading up the producing of this podcast. Also, just to go ahead and throw it out as we close. They're also producing the Did That Really Happen podcast and the Through Their Eyes podcast. So Our summer content, if you've got some stuff and stories that are funny and other things let us know um message them reach out to them and we'll, yeah. we'll do what we can and you also may not hear us on the podcast as much you do this may be something we end up turning over to them yeah. um just to help us with with our planning and time 
Um, so we may not be on this on this particular podcast, but it's still going to be something um, on our network that has the same vision that we have for it now. Um, so. Yeah, the Lord the Lord's blessed us. We we didn't think that we could do eighteen shows when we first talked. I think we yeah. were at eight, and one we're, of those was a joint podcast. So yeah, we're we're I mean we're over seventy seven thousand downloads. We're we're well yeah. on our way to hundred thousand within a year and a half. Right. Um. So and we're so uh, if you guys are if you guys are listening to this and you're wanting to know more about the network, check out our website, but go to familiesoffaith.store first. Yep. Um, buy their stuff buy first. Buy everything. And then you can look at our Buy, buy multiple personal copies of it. <laughs> that, you know there's someone out there, though. That's what they're going to think they have to do. Yeah. And you should never tell them otherwise. <laughs> I bought five personal use of the Paul's Bible study kit. Um, they're all the same. Is that what I was supposed to do? Yes. Absolutely. And in fact, 100%. you should buy five more. Yes. You know what? If you made it 10 or seven, you know, you 10, we'll give you a free coffee. There you go. <laughs> so you have um, 11. But again, Jocelyn, thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah. Caleb, uh, thanks for doing this with me today. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of Highlights. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network. And we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network. And we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.